0: Is the Becoming Epic Podcast. Becoming Epic. Epic isn't a word that we're just saying. Becoming Epic. He- he- every person is courageous. This became a blessing. It is it- my secret weapon. I'm living every second, motivating you to become Epic.
1: Welcome back to Becoming Epic Podcast. My name is Adam Barazowski, and I am your courage coach. So I have a very special guest on today. She's been a part of my life for going on 12 years. Um, We have gone through some major transformations together. And I always say I'm going to bring real people on with real stories. And boy, does this woman have a story. Not only what we've gone through together, but what she's gone through in her life and her transformations. So I want to introduce to you my amazing client, Debbie Redmond. And so I'll let you say hi to everybody and introduce yourself.
0: Hi, my name is Debbie Redmond. Uh, I've been an Epic member since, well, let's just say about 12 years now. And I absolutely love it. Um, I come whether I'm sick or not. And whether I, whatever's going on, I come because it's my happy place. And I really enjoy all the people.
1: I love that. Well, we enjoy having you every day, and I always make sure, I know her parking spot's being blocked right now, but she always pulls into the same spot every day, and yeah, she doesn't miss a beat. Um, so we'll go back to that, because I love the fact that she doesn't miss a beat, but I want to talk about your journey um, and everything that has transpired over the course, not only the last 12 years, but prior to that. So let's kind of go back a little bit to your like fitness journey and some of your health Things and what prompted you to even joining Epic?
0: Well, when we first bought our house about 40 years ago, we, my husband and I joined a gym. We decided to go to work out three times a week at night for half an hour only, and that was our start. We would go with his brother and his wife. We got out of the house, got sitters, and we made it a point to work out. And we'd do our thing, and then we'd go have salad bar right next door. And that lasted for a while, and then things changed, and I started going to a day women's gym And those are another kind of 30-minute workout places. And I stuck with that place for about probably a year until they went under. Then I moved to another ladies' gym. Similar thing happened there. You go in there, you do your 30-minute routine. And I felt good. I felt like I was doing something to myself Um, and just keeping every day just doing it and doing it. And then that place closed down. So then I joined a gym that I saw a good friend of mine she videotaped it and she's going, she showed me a picture and she's, I'm watching this video and there's a bunch of people about my age running across this floor doing these things that I thought, wow, I can do that. I want to do that. So I gave her a call and I was afraid because I've never done anything like that before. I like to work out by myself. don't like to work out with people. And she goes, oh, you'd love it, Debbie. And yeah, I'll pick you up. And so she picked me up and we came and we happened to come on a day that was called Suicide Day. And that about killed me, scared me, but I'm still here. I managed to get that done and I loved it. And I told him I want to be here every day. And he said, are you sure you're going to do this, Debbie? And I said, I'm going to be here every day. So we agreed on an amount that I would pay. And I kept coming every day. I was very consistent. My friends stopped coming. I work at a school. So I started coming at an earlier class, which was even better. And again, my friend stopped going and she kept asking me, how's it going? How's it going? And I said, I love it. I love it. And I've just been evolving ever since that day. And that was 12 years ago and I've had lots of ups and downs and things that have tried to keep me from coming, but it's a happy place to get your aggressions out meet people and to feel good. And then you see results and that's the most important part.
1: Well, let's unpack that a little bit cause I have some questions. Um, well, a why did you start working out in the first place? Like, what prompted you to want to go to a gym? Like, was there any health issues, or was it just you wanted to feel no, good? You wanted to do something think, different.
0: I think it, it might have been my brother-in-law's idea. He said there was a gym out here called Gold's Gym, and that they were members, and that we should try it. Hmm. And I don't remember if my husband even worked out at all. So um, I was doing these woman classes. So before that, I believe, and then. I'm kind of, I'm a little confused on when I started these women classes, but regardless, we started doing it as a husband and wife going at nighttime, but then that, you know, couldn't get a babysitter, blah, blah, blah. And then my husband had to work. And so then I had to work, find something to do myself. And I had to look into it and look, find all these new places mm. to go work out and then pick the right one.
1: Was one of those women's places, what was the name of it? Curves?
0: Um, no, that it wasn't Curves. It was like two other ones similar to that. And I couldn't even tell you what they were. Um, But they lasted about a year or two, but it just was boring. Yeah. To be honest. It wasn't fun.
1: The concept of it was good, the non intimidating environment, the simple exercises. I remember I've been inside of one of those long, long, long time ago. And it was like, I don't know, ten or twelve stations set up and you kinda like the same routine every day. Yes. Um and yeah. So I've it's it's crazy how much has changed in the fitness industry, um, since those days, especially for people to be, you know, feel comfortable. Um, okay. So you started working out, you started doing that stuff. And then you came to me on, I do remember that it was a suicide day. So for those of you that don't know what suicides are, there are basically basketball line drills where you'd run, touch a line, come back, go run, touch another line. Well, in my facility at the time, there was 10 lines per floor. I think it was, um, And I would actually make them do exercises at each line and then go back. And we did that basically the full hour. And a little secret of why I used to do those is because I would sleep in a little bit too late. I didn't have time to set up a workout. So I kind of reverted back to those. Um, Brand new business owner, learning the ropes, trying to figure it out. I was a great personal trainer, but... You know, doing everything, my bookkeeping, training, all these classes, all that stuff. So um, we used to do those quite often, but people loved them because it was just a go, go, go. It was very interactive. Um, I had a lot of people that started on those days and never came back. And they were definitely some tough workouts. For sure. Um, Okay. And that was back when we were at CheerForce. Yes. And we were in a 10,000 square foot cheerleading facility. So with was, the
0: bouncy floor. <laughs> yeah, with the bouncy
1: floor. That was both great and kryptonite at the same time because yes. people just rolled their ankles and there was a lot of like weird dead spots. Um, and yeah, and you've literally have not stopped coming every day. I could probably count on two hands how many days you've missed over the last 12 years, if that.
0: It's a routine. You get a mindset. You have to say, this is what I'm going to do every day and you make it work, and I've done that.
1: Well, let me just say, how old are you? Well, you never said that. I
0: am 64 years old.
1: Okay, so 64, so you started almost 12 years ago, so you are 52 when you started this, okay? And at that age range, a lot of people are very intimidated. They're very very uncomfortable with who they are. Um, We have a lot of pictures of Debbie when she was back then, and she was almost double where you're at now. Um, I don't wanna speak for yourself, just because I don't want to butcher it. Um, which, you know, I'll, and especially with that type of environment to be your first day, like, I'm glad you drank the punch.
0: This is true. This is true. It was a little intimidating because I didn't know anybody other than my friend. And I, I felt that I, I looked, I, I was in good shape. Um, and I thought I was in good shape. And then I started this routine and then suicides became... I started to not like them anymore, <laughs> but there was the results that was just amazing. Within two months, uh, I'm, bones were, parts of my body were hurting that's never hurt before, and it felt good. It felt good. This this place opened up whole new movement for me compared to the regular places where you just stand there and do this and this and that. So, yeah. So yeah. that uh, that it's I've become. I'm so much stronger now. I wish I was like this 12 years ago. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but they're obviously, but yeah, I think we all wish we were stronger yes. years ago. Yes, but that's true, you're meant to be right now, or you're meant where to, I'm be, supposed to be, so it is what it is. Yes. And I think that that's where you know we work with a lot of people around your age. Um, I think I always say like our, our kind of sweet spot is 45 to 65 and everywhere in between, both men and women. But you know, for those of you out there that are super intimidated to start, I mean, you're talking, you're a mother of three, right? A grandmother of how many?
0: Six granddaughters.
1: Six granddaughters.
0: I'm very shy normally.
1: Normally, yeah, and I had to beg her to come on today, which <laughs> nah, I wasn't. Didn't take too much begging, um, you know. But just to tell her story, because not only has she been here for 12 years, but she's gone through a bunch of different types of transformations since being here. Um, and I know most of you listeners have heard my story of all the different, you know, things that I've encountered over the last 15 years of my journey with getting married, my divorce, gaining weight, losing weight. And then this last kind of like healing transformation that I've been in. So then what um, what has been some of your biggest challenges over the last 12 years to be able to overcome either? And let's just start with your health issues.
0: Well, I was pretty much that I thought was healthy. Um, I only would get sick once a year with your typical bronchitis. The working out, I feel, helped me and I wasn't getting as sick as much. And that was just your normal cold which i would still go to the gym or go to work whether i had a cold or not i'd show up um and then years go by and then um i had a daughter who wanted to come and join the gym um and she joined and she did great and she lost weight and she was consistent but then as you have young kids you have to take care of your kids so she kind of fell back a little bit and um, now she's happy where she's at, but, um, she came, she spent two years here and she, she was, it was great. Um, in between that, after that, um, I had some, uh, family issues, mental issues with family member and it, it really takes a toll on your brain and your soul and your energy. And, um, it's like you, all I wanted to do was go to the gym and I didn't even want to go to work. I wanted to go to the gym um and that it 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 kept me sane coming into these doors every morning to work out i would block away the problems and just go in there and force myself to work out and i felt great after that that went on for a couple of years and then of course you know you have an animal die and that's really hard and you have to miss a day for that and you hate that but you just had an animal die and you got to stay home and i twisted an ankle once or twice and I couldn't go and I didn't like that. And it's like, I don't care what's hurting me or bothering me. I want to go to the gym.
1: Yeah. You know, knowing that she shows up every day and it's funny. So over the years, if Debbie doesn't show up, she'll call me or text me telling me that she's either not coming. And I've had some pretty funny text messages of like, Hey, I end up in the hospital and um, but I'm okay. And I'll see you tomorrow. You know, and it's like for random stuff. I think you have like yes. gastritis yes. or something. Yes,
0: about three years ago, um, I found out I had an ulcer uh, caused by stress, which catapulted into all these numerous stomach issues. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I stopped eating a lot of food that I used to really like because the thought of eating them now, I just don't like it. So I've continued to keep the weight off. But I kept having all these numerous it- issues that I kept having to go to an emergency. For two weeks, I was in the hospital. In a total of six months, I was in the hospital, God, eight times in the emergency. They f- they fixed me up, give me everything I need. Within two days, I'm back out. And guess where I am? I'm at the gym the very next morning. <laughs> and there was a time that I was in the hospital. They put me up in a in a unit where they want me just to recover because I had such a hard time. They had given me so much drugs that I and they took me up to this quiet area, and they were saying, uh, now, do you need a uh, do you need a walker? Do you need this? Do you? I said, hell no, I don't need a walker. I said, I can move perfectly fine. One day, I was sitting there stretching on my bed, even with an IV, and a nurse walked in, and she goes, you must be stretching, I hope. I said, yes, I need to, I can't lay here. I cannot sit here in this hospital room this long, and so I'd get out of my bed and walk around, and so no matter what I did. I was always thinking of exercising of some sort. I got through that, lost a lot of weight, and it was really hard. You think you're happy, but it's not because then you don't have any clothes. You don't have any more clothes. you got to go find all these new clothes. So that's been a challenge. <laughs> yeah. It's been a challenge. Um, but um, so I, I'm not sure.
1: That's no, Okay. So I think we... Um, have to touch upon this because I think a lot of people suffer from, you know, stress yes. and stress comes in a thousand different forms. And, um, you know, mental health is, I don't know, it, it sucks that it's like a like cliche word now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think people use that term in a, abuse, right. To like right take time off of work or to do this or to do that when like people are truly struggling out there. Right. And watching you go through this, cause I, I, I knew what was going on, um, in her life. And, um, to see somebody not only go through what she was going through with a family who's struggling with mental health, but with the toll that it took on you. Um, but then to know and understand taking care of you first, no matter what
0: very important
1: is so important. Right.
0: And it's not it, being selfish.
1: Not at all. And I think that that's where so many people, like with young kids or even adult kids, right? Because nowadays, unfortunately, with society is a lot of kids are living at home longer. Um, It does take a toll on the parents and, you know, not putting yourself first in, in a way to lead your children. And I've said this before. Most parents are willing to die for their kids when they're not willing to live, you know? And that just goes in line with what we're talking about, because most parents will make themselves suffer because their kids are suffering versus keep themselves healthy, healthy to then in turn help their children. Correct. correct. And that's how I live my life. And I mean, I've I've had i I've struggled with that too. I mean, I struggle with mental health every day. Um, Yeah. And like through that, you lost a bunch of weight um, due to stress. And, but I know that you've cleaned up your nutrition. Yes. A lot. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about that and like some of the changes that you've made. Well,
0: people would at work would say to me, this was about two and a half years ago. Oh, Debbie, you're skinny. You're looking so skinny. And Mm. I walk, I work at a middle school and I walk around for four hours and I walk fast because after working out, I go right to work and I'm very energized and I like to get it done. And and then at the end of the day, I'm, I can rest. But um, they would be saying this and it it was kind of bothering me uh, because every time thing that I loved, that I used to love to eat. And I modified, I was very careful what I ate, but every time I would have an episode with my stomach and throw up, I threw up this food. So I no longer can really eat cheese pizza from Chi-Chi's, which is my favorite. I don't, good thing Sutter's Mill is not open during the day anymore, because I used to go to Sutter's Mill once a week for lunch and get a steak, baked potato, and a salad, and garlic bread to go. That was my, after walking around, I'd eat a steak, um, I used to drink a Sprite every day. I used to add sugar to all my oatmeal, um, and I try to eat healthy. I was thought I was good, but now I, I I'm I don't eat all this stuff, and people don't realize that. And 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 I kind of miss it, but it's it just changes. It's something like if someone says, "Well, you, doctor says, well, you can't eat this anymore, Deb. You have to stop." I would say no. I'm going to keep doing it. It's until it's in your mind that you just don't want it anymore. Yeah. And that that was a hard thing. That was a hard thing. And and it's it, people. One lady said to me one time at the gym, really kind of made me feel good. She came up to me. This was kind of recently, and she says, "I see you in a different light." And I went, "Oh." And she was. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. You look good. And I said, "Well, thank you." And I loved the way she said it. And then she explained to me, and the person that she is, she just made me feel good. And it made me feel good. And I think I let Adam know about that. Um, but then there's other times some, another member would say something and, oh, you're so skinny. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'm doing the best I can. And so you, you would get these little things from different people. And, uh, oh, your pants are too baggy. Oh, and it's like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, leave me alone, please. Yeah. Um. So... I was even wearing up until about four months ago, I was wearing leggings with my jeans because it made my legs look bigger and it was cold, but it made my legs look bigger. So I didn't look so skinny, but now I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think you brought up a good point because, um, you know, we, Debbie has talked to me about this a lot, and I've had a lot of other people in my life, and including myself, where you go through a transformation, you think you're feeling really good, you're having to make these changes. You, unfortunately, had to make it for specific reasons, right, right, right. versus somebody who's just changing their nutrition to right. be on a diet, I use my quotations, right, a, a nutrition plan. Yes. Um, But where the negative feedback from people, like the people, like you were saying, that that you work with, um you know cuz i've had some experiences where people are like oh you're too skinny you're too this you're too that and it's like when you're feeling on top of the world you want people to compliment you right and and i think because a lot of people are sad and depressed of who they are and who you know and, and who they are internal you know they 're just so unhappy that they exude that they so, want to
0: make you feel unhappy, totally, you down,
1: yeah, to make them feel better, right, and so the people saying that you look too skinny, um you know, I think you finally had to say something, I, I did you know because it's just not okay, and like a perfect example is so my dad he, he was about to retire, and he ended up losing seventy pounds, eighty pounds, something like that, some really great weight loss. He just lost a bunch of weight. He looked, he, to me, he looked really good. And this is before I was even like in fitness and on my journey. And um, I remember him telling me that coworkers were telling him that he looks like he's sick with cancer and like getting these big negative feedback from people that are A, fat, overweight, miserable, unhappy, right? You can probably right. check them all off. And um, and it just deterred, deterred him. You know, he was too scared to say anything. He didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings, which I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm a people pleaser. So I tend to like, I, I won't say anything. Somebody hurts my feelings right? I'll just ignore it and right. be like, oh, I don't want to like hurt their feelings just cause they hurt mine. And, um, and it, and it totally made him gain all of his way back, you know? And lucky for you, you stood up for yourself because I think a lot of people go through transformations and family members, friends, you know, just because they don't understand what you're doing or going through doesn't necessarily mean that you that something's wrong
0: right right you know that's right and you you bring up about family yes my daughter did join and then she then she, life happened but my husband up until about three years ago he wasn't working out he would go upstairs on lunch break and do one two three four five little bench presses then and do a few more little and then go eat his lunch and then go back to work well then my son started working with him And, um, they had this little work area upstairs. So my son got my husband and his friend upstairs at lunch and started making them work out. So that way, when I would come home from, when he would come home from work and I go to get up off the couch, I would always go, oh, oh, my legs, oh, my legs. And because I was sore from working out and he makes, he used to make sounds when he didn't work out and I was like, why are you making sounds? You're not even working out. You're not sore. Well, now, after three years, he works out every day really hard. He follows our schedule. Almost my son's a really good trainer over there somehow. And now he's moaning and groaning, but he looks healthy and strong, and he loves working out too now. And now we, we can compare our stories together. So it's nice when you have a, a person with you that likes working out, and you guys can talk about the workout, even though they're d- different. So I feel good about that. And my all my grandkids know that I like to be healthy, and I like to eat healthy now, or not, I shouldn't say now, but... Uh, I like to work out and physical. And I was hoping, you know, someday they see that how hard I'm working, that they'll try to do that too for themselves in the future.
1: It's, I love that because if you really look at it, right, started with you joining this gym or starting your journey, let alone even before the gym. And, you know, you not giving up through all the health challenges that you've had, all the family challenges that you've had and now it's bled into your entire family. You know, it's like because of you, your daughter came here. It's because of you that your son started working out. It's because of you that your husband started working out. So you have actually been the catalyst to your entire family, which I've always said this, like when couples try to work out together and wanna do it together, like you either grow together or grow apart. There's really no central balance. And I always tell couples, like when I'm in a sales consultation and they're like, oh, I want my husband or wife to come here. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Like this is your time that you can work on yourself. Right. right? And then in hopes that your determination and your leadership will then bleed into them for them to want to start their own thing. Right. Right because you push somebody to want to do something that they don't want to do, what happens? You end right. up pushing them away. right? So it deters them from that. right? And I remember at the very start, because I've tried to push Debbie to do things, um, I'm a, like a, if you don't do what I do type person, I will try to get you to do it. Yes. I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, over the years I've tried to get Debbie to run 5Ks and 10Ks and half marathons and prove to herself of how strong she is. She's actually taught me a major lesson because not everybody wants to do what I want to do. And um, and that's totally fine. And so there was one time I remember, this was, what, two, three years into you being a member at yeah, Epic? Yeah. And we were doing like a 5K, local 5K. Yes. And I was like, come on. I was pushing. I was pushing. I was pushing. She actually threatened to like cancel her membership if I didn't stop. Pushing her That's right. to do it, and it really like it opened my eyes a lot because I'm like, a I don't want to push her away because you're an amazing person and a great client, right. and you know, and consistent, and I don't want to d- to deter you from like, co- you know, accomplishing your goals. Right. And so, since that moment, I haven't pushed. Every once in a while, I'll say something, um, but you have accomplished some five ks, and I've other- done
0: three five ks. The fr- all. Three of them I did, my, my husband did them with me, um, and that was I was that was that great, but we only did 5Ks, and one of them I did, I was posting a Thanksgiving or Easter or some type of a big family meal, so I had to get up early, prep for that, went and did the run, come home, prep for all that, and I felt great, so then I did one more, so I've done a total of three. I did a Ventura Beach one, which was awesome, yeah. um, and so, yeah, uh, and I... I get a little tickle every now and then when I see them doing this, but I'm not a runner. I like to walk. I like to walk fast, and I like to work out. But I enjoy that everybody has their thing that they like to do.
1: Yeah, it's just so funny because it's like – you know I get the bug and I'm like I want everybody to experience the sense of accomplishment right and I think that that's why I push people to do these types of things but I've learned my limits of like my boundaries of how much to push um and for that sole reason because you tend to push 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 you push somebody away versus like let them make their own informed decision when they're ready to rock encourage them to do it but if they don't It is what it is. Right. And so I think that that's great about your family because now, you know, the fact that what you've done, your husband's doing, I always say like, you should do you, your husband should do your, his, him, Mm -hmm. and then you guys come together and do each other. Exactly. Right. And it's, I know that sounds funny, but, um, but it's true, you know, because it's like, then you guys can come together. You guys have something to talk about. You guys have that, you know, where if you go on vacation, you can hike, you can do things like, you know. I just got back from Hawaii um, this last week, and I'm so thankful to have the experiences I did because I was able to, if I wanted to go climb a mountain, I could have, right? Right. I went for trail runs, I saw things that people wouldn't be able to see overweight. And going, and I didn't even tell you this already, but when we went to um, one of the touristy areas and there's a bunch of people that were just overweight and it's like, I felt bad for them because they would never see like the true beauty. Opportunities
0: because they can't move.
1: Yeah. Like being able to hike nine and a half miles to a 300 foot waterfall is not only a sense of accomplishment, but the joy of being able to know that you made it there and back. And then you can still spend the rest of your day doing whatever you're not dead. Right. And it's like, I'm so thankful I get to do that. And it's like, I'm, I wholeheartedly like feel bad for those people who can't do those things. And it's like, you, you might not have the desire to go hike nine, how long did it take six hours? It took me to go do this hike. But if you wanted to, you could, right. If you had the desire. And, you know, some people just can't, they might have the desire, but they physically just can't. Right. And that's why it's so important, especially at your age to do what you're doing and put yourself first and, you know, and then everything else kind of falls into place. Yes. And so, um, this is true. Yeah. And, And I think that that's, you know, at your age category, um, a lot of people just kind of wither away. You know, they're like, Oh, I've I'm sixty how old do you I'm sixty four. Sixty four, I'm sorry. I should remember it's okay. that. It's been twelve years. I should know <laughs> how old she is. Um, you know, and they feel like their life is almost over.
0: No, I wanna keep going and going and going and going, and and just keep going. I'm not gonna give up.
1: So then like so after twelve years of being here, right? Um, making it through mental health challenges in your family, making it through because of those mental health challenges your own physical health issues yes what still is your motivation like do you do you know like what your why is and why do you do this
0: because i look in the mirror and i see where i'm at versus where i was 6 months ago or or 2 months ago and i see what i can do and and i just keep it encouraged me when i first started epic i used to wear T- uh, I don't bike shorts, and I used to shop in the Coles de- department and buy men's big T-shirts because I had a big bust, and but I had I was skinny somewhat from the legs down or the waist down, and I was very self-conscious about that, and um, that that I wore wear those every day. I never wore button-up pants because I was bigish, and after. Two and a half, three months of working out at Epic, my very first time, I drove myself to Kohl's, went in there and tried on some shorts. They weren't the smallest shorts in the world, but they were shorts and they buttoned up and I felt great. And then I decided I was feeling so good. I went and bought some shirts, some really cute tops that were thin, that would show my arms more. No, these none of these neck things. I wanted like V necks, and I felt that I looked the way I should look. And I stopped wearing those damn bike shorts just two and a half months into it, and I can still wear them. And I'm actually about five sizes smaller than I was back then, <laughs> wow. and I feel even better now. So that was a big accomplishment. So I just want to keep going, going. What I mean is, I want to keep stay, keep stay, keep where I am, stay where I am, build some more muscle. But it's good for my metal, my mental state. I love coming here in the morning because it's the first thing I do. My work knows that this is my time. They try to get me to come into work early, and they say, we know you do your thing in the morning, and, and so, so if you want to come in later, I said, well, I'll, I'll come in, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out first. I'll come in at my regular time. So they know that this is my life. I cannot do things unless I go to the gym first. And that just is my motivation because I feel good, I look good, and I like looking good. What can I say? I like to wear clothes that make me feel good.
1: I love that. And you know what's so funny is I forgot that you used to wear those bike shorts. Yes. And the same blue t-shirt. Yes. Every single day.
0: That's all I had. Yeah. And And the green epic one. I'm yeah. in the book there in oh. the green epic one. <laughs> I see myself. And I felt that I looked epic. Yeah. But... Um, I just look too big in the chest area, but after working out and you're you're using muscles that you never knew you had muscles, you start losing the fat, the body fat, the boob fat, the this fat, and you start feeling better because the clothes are fitting you tighter and that, if that doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what will.
1: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And you know, I mean, it's like, I I think giving your age, everything that you've gone through and you still continue to show up the way you do I think your why is that that was a good answer but it's also like you have grandchildren that look up to you you have your kids that look up to you and it's like that's got to be some big motivating factor they're
0: proud of me they're very they're they're very proud of me and and I'm proud of them and they go my little granddaughters they all go on hikes with their parents and they take us with them and we go hike up with here and see me and um and they make little remarks like, oh, Nana, you're doing really good. Or Nana, your legs must be sore. I say, yeah, my legs are a little sore today. And <laughs> so they're aware of these things. And I, I appreciate that. And they, did, they just know that I'm trying to stay healthy so that I can spend time with them.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, the selfishness of yes. then having those experiences with your grandchildren. You know, I see it all the time that there's, grandparents doing Spartan races with their kids and grandkids. And like, it just makes my heart so happy that there's people out there that are not letting age be a factor, not letting health or mental issues be a factor because, you know, I always say the gym is your best medicine. There's no place that's going to make you feel better, especially when you find a community of people that support you. And not only have you made friends over the years, um, but even the friends that brought you here aren't here anymore. And I'm, Quite curious of where they're at in their life yes, now. Yes,
0: a lot of people, you know, a lot of new faces, a lot of new faces, but a lot, still a lot of the old faces. And one of the members that's been around here for a long time, she made me feel good just the other day and um, she made a comment. She says, Looking good, baby. <laughs> but the way she said it only she can say it yeah. and I said thank you and I went damn yeah I feel good yeah and it was just the other day and this person knows who it, I they are once they hear this <laughs> yeah
1: but I love that you have had you know like if it wasn't for everything that you've gone through to develop courage I talk about developing courage, courage, courage a lot, yes right? it, to be able to overcome the negativity around you yes to overcome the, your family stuff to overcome death, to overcome you being in a hospital bed, texting me at 11 o'clock at night saying, I'm at the hospital, I won't be there tomorrow, but I'll be there the next day. Yes, like it's I pretty yes. amazing. And that's why, like, I really wanted to invite you on today. Um, cause I do think a lot of people, especially in their 60s, I mean, we have quite a bit of people in their yes, 60s yes. here, um, that are, you know, have been working out. You know, say later on in life, but they're finally taking control of it with fitness, with nutrition, with then now bringing in it as part of their lifestyle. Like right. when they travel, they're doing things active. They're not just like going on vacation and sitting on the beach or um, staying in their motorhome. Like they're going out and ex- and exploring and ex- and doing things that they never thought that they would do. And yes, um, and that's what I wish for. You know, because it's like. I've had a lot of impactful people in my life, you being one of them who I want to be at that age. You know, I don't want to be like a grandfather that's just like, can't get on the ground with my grandchildren or, you know, even with my daughter. I mean, I'm starting my daughter early. She's a little Spartan racer. She's done a lot of stuff. Um, you know, but the other day is funny. So I went on a trail run with some of our members and we went up one of our hikes here through the clouds and we ended up on top of the clouds. And I got all these really cool pictures of the clouds and us being above them. And my daughter was like, Oh, I want to do that one day. (laughs) And I was like, all right, baby, well, if you want to do that, you got to start running with me. And she goes, okay. And so she wants to start running with me now because she wants to feel the, how fluffy the clouds are. So I'm just like, she
0: expects daddy to make that happen. And I
1: definitely will because you know, that it's something that I'm really passionate about. Something that I love to do. Um, And, and I want my daughter to have that sense of accomplishment, you know, and I don't want her to have the dependency of other people telling her how great she is. I want her to know how great she is by some of the things that she's able to accomplish. And that's where I think with where you're at and what you've been able to get through. Um, because yeah, it could be one comment that somebody makes to you saying like, you look sickly skinny and you know, what are you doing? Why do you have to be so thin? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, shut your mouth. You know, and Some, you it, it pushes people,
0: that. it pushes me just to work a little harder and say, you know what, I'm going to so, get a little stronger. I'm going to show you. Yeah.
1: And I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and again, that takes courage, you know, and being, you know, 64, right? Say okay. right. Okay. It's okay. All
0: people don't, can't c- comprehend, can't remember. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm still on island time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, it's two, whatever time clock here, and it's, you know, 12 there or, one, or 11 a.m. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah but it does it takes a lot of courage and you have overcome a lot and that's what i want people to take from these episodes is you know it's it's not just about the fancy life and you know your like your overnight success it's what you've gone through over the course of your life right. and that's all the, the challenges that you've challenge. made to yep. to still continue to live in your best shape at 64
0: yes which is incredible
1: very incredible Okay, so to end this episode, um, A, I appreciate you. I always have. You've made a massive impact in my life. Um, I love showing up here, knowing that even if nobody shows up to class, you will be here. Yes. Um, so That I, happened
0: one time at the old gym, I I know, cry. it did. But then maybe yeah. someone else showed up, I don't remember. But yeah,
1: yeah, it's quite a bit, you know, <laughs> when you're growing a business. Um, but I do, I do appreciate you. Um, but if you can give one piece of advice, I didn't prompt you on this, uh, but if you can give one piece of, of advice for somebody who is on the fence of joining a gym, joining a community, or just starting to walk and be active, um, what piece of advice would you give them?
0: Well, I would say do you. do Find what you want to do. If it's walking you want to start doing, then start walking. You could start walking, and then you could start looking walking to gyms i we have a bike path past outside i see people walking all the time looking in there and some people have actually come in to see what's going on so you you might happen upon something like that but do find something that you like maybe it's riding a bike maybe it's uh, running maybe it's just working out a little bit maybe you got to find something that you like that you want to do and make it yours and make the time for it and be consistent Consistent is the key. I'm lucky enough to be consistent because I don't have any young children at home. Um, so I could stay at the gym all day, but I do have to work. Um, but I can be consistent. A lot of people can't, but you have to be consistent. What you, If you're going to work out, you can't just do it for a week or two and then take a day break because then you're not going to be. Just be consistent and do you. I love that. Find something that you like and do it.
1: They say motivation is, uh, I don't know. I heard this quote the other day and I'm going to butcher it. But it's like um, when motivation or or motivation is crap, consistency and discipline is key. Yes. Because never rely on motivation. Motivation is like the little spark of the flame that gets it lit. Right. It doesn't keep the fire burning. Right. It's consistency. You have
0: to be consistent. But I think real quick is that I'm consistent because I go to the same time every day. A lot of people go different times. And if they can't make it, then they throws them off, and if that works, that works, but that kind of throws off people. People go at different times they this and oh, I can't make it tail and make And they, that's going to work over time, I think, and I've seen it, but you have to be consistent and show up every day or every, if it's just three days a week, whatever, and give it your heart, your whole heart. make when you are at the gym, don't sit there and go through the m- movements, really go through the movements and feel it and If you look at other people and you'll see them not doing it, and you'll go, "Wow, I need to move more." So just watch what everybody else is doing and that'll give you some more insight on how hard you should push.
1: Your net, your net worth is your network. So if your network is active and fit and healthy, you will be active and fit and healthy. If your network is alcoholics and that's who you're hanging around, you're going to be an alcoholic. Right. So surround yourself with the people that you want to be like the most. Right. I love that. Well, I appreciate you so much. Hopefully you feel it. because I, I do freaking love you that's why i love um, this
0: place every morning and i would like to be here more often and i will when <laughs> school's up <laughs> yep At least that, I'll try to be
1: get that summer school out of there and uh yeah yes. we'll definitely yes. i love when you're here so that is it for today i appreciate you hopefully you. that Thank people you. will um take something away from this episode because again i just want to add value to others and help people believe in themselves because all well, they're you know you can just, do it yes. yeah Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And whatever that motivation is. And this little beautiful girl, I have a picture of my daughter on my desk when she yes. was probably eight, nine months old. And it's the cutest picture in the world. And that's my motivation to continue to show up every day. That's right. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all your listeners. And every person Thank you. is courageous
0: thank you for listening to the becoming epic podcast if if you're still listening to this that means you took something away from this episode make Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode becoming epic we'll see you next time fitness became a blessing it's my secret weapon i'm living every second motivating you